My name is Padraig Tuma, and when I was younger, I learned a poem in school by the Irish language poet Mara Wakatsi, and in it she speaks about using poetry as a way of revealing the limitations of the things we say about ourselves as Irish people and as Irish culture. And it was the first time I came across the idea that poetry could be used to expose the ways we think about ourselves and to elevate us to something better. I was shocked and amazed and delighted at the possibility that poetry could do that. Nobody had ever told me before that you were allowed to do that in poetry. Amending Wall by Daryl Alejandro Holness. If crucified means one has died on the cross, then what is the word in English for dying at the crossing between countries? What word describes when a brown woman's dreams of being something like a white man are killed at the intersection between his dreamt-up borders and his dream-come-true border patrol? White man, like dead men printed or minted on money more valuable than the pesos in her purse. White man, like gods on horseback, come to conquer their India after reading a mistaken map. White man, like the grace of misinterpreted omens turned into a chance for vicious attack. White man, like buying but outlawing cocaine to catch the brown man in the crossfire of its trade. White man, like picket fences in award-winning films about the privilege of being so overprivileged that he yearns for something real. Something there is that loves a wall that builds a boundary, that calls the structure love of country. Something there is that kills those who trespass. Something there is that buries bodies at a border as foundation stones for yet another wall. But something there is that doesn't love father saying good fences make good neighbours. Something doesn't love a man carving up a continent and its people to make a new world in the image of old words like the name of God instead of new words like the name of one's own desires to divide life into here and after by crossing an ocean as if it were the pearly gates. Oh, America, if anywhere there are limits, are beginnings and ends, then heaven has to be a nothing, loving a something, loving its everything. Then life, country and their borders ain't nothing but a thing. After Robert Frost. this poem following along a link that somebody had sent out on Twitter and I don't even remember who had sent the link out the poem had been included in a literary journal, an online literary journal, so I read it there and wrote it down immediately and kept a note of it and kept on coming back to it thinking this is the most extraordinary poem and the most extraordinary response to Robert Frost's famous poem Mending Wall. It it feels like a, a correspondence and a reply Uh, corrective and certainly it's a critique of that poem engaging seriously with Robert Frost's poem but adding all kinds of other layers and dimensionalities and locations to Robert Frost's imagination 
in Robert Frost's poem, Mending Walls, there's these two famous lines, good fences make good neighbours and something there is that doesn't love a wall. And that poem is a, an argument between two disagreeing neighbours, one of whom is in favour of a wall separating their properties and the other of whom is not. But it's quite pleasant. There's nobody being threatened in the poem, even though they disagree with each other. And Daryl Alejandro Holness takes that poem and takes that disagreement within the poem and, and places it absolutely in the contemporary here and now by locating us from the first sentences of the poem. If crucified means one has died on the cross, then what is the word in English for dying at the crossing between countries? Suddenly we're not talking about neighbours who have kind of ideological differences about should we or shouldn't we mark the border between our properties with a wall or not, or maybe a bush or a tree or some kind of separation. Suddenly we're talking about crossings and borders that are armed, that need words for the kind of dying that happens there because it happens so often. Alejandro Holness in this poem establishes a certain kind of echo which makes me feel like he's representing in the poem the way that his poem Amending Wall is an echo of Mending Wall, the Robert Frost poem. So you hear these echoes within it. Perhaps first of all the echo of the word words. What is the word in English for dying at the crossing between countries? What word describes when a brown woman's dreams of being something like a white man are killed? in the image of old words in the name of God instead of new words like the name of one's own desires. And then white man is repeated six times and it feels like he is um, introducing an echo into the Robert Frost poem there saying this is a conversation in the Frost poem that could only happen between white men. And so he has six repetitions of white man like dead men, white man like gods on horseback, white man like the grace of misinterpreted omens and white man like buying but outlawing cocaine, white man like picket fences. And so that echo there is echoing back into the Frost poem, what he is saying needs to be made more explicit in the imaginative landscape of the Frost poem. And then something there is, of course, that quote from the Frost poem is repeated four times. Something there is that loves a wall, builds a boundary, calls the structure love of country and then kills those who trespass. And so he is on the one hand echoing the Frost poem and on the other hand putting back the echoes that have been silenced from the Frost poem that he thinks needs to be present in order for that poem to be heard within the context within which it was written. Alejandro Holness said that reading Robert Frost's poetry was an introduction for him into a certain kind of poetry. He's a Panamanian poet and he lives and teaches in New York now. And he had this early introduction and interest in poetry through Robert Frost. Uh, then he read more about Frost and read through other poetic traditions too. And he found echoes and images of himself 
representations and visibilities of himself in other people's poetries. And he said that he began to look back at Frost and question the ideas that good fences make good neighbours when he felt a certain kind of representation that empowered him to engage critically with the poetry that was considered to be the poetry of a nation. And so he then began to amend Mending Wall by writing his own poem, Amending Wall. And I believe that Robert Frost's poem is a staple in lots of American literature curricula in high school or in courses at university. And I think it's important to say that within the context of poetry, over and over again throughout the centuries, you get people who write a response poem to an earlier poem, especially an earlier poem that was loved for a particular time. And one of the things that Daryl Alejandro Holness is doing in this poem is saying that he takes Robert Frost's poem Mending Wall seriously enough to critique it. In a certain sense, that's paying homage to it, but saying it needs to grow rather than saying it should just be burnt. This is saying this poem has gotten into the psyche and he wishes to contribute something to it as part of a respectful and critical artistic and social and political conversation about everything that's implied within the Frost poem and now within his own poem. is really interested in psalmody, uh, that form of song and poetry and literature that comes from the Hebrew Psalms. In fact, the short book within which this poem is gathered is called Migrant Psalms. And the Psalms in the Hebrew Bible tradition are filled with faith and fury. They are poems and poems that are filled with rage and poems that are filled with yearning and hope and poems that often resolve themselves to. What's interesting in this psalm that he's written is that it doesn't resolve itself. It churns and churns and churns and opens itself to critique that's necessary in terms of other poems that have resolved where that resolving is far too convenient. He doesn't bring it to a neat and tidy ending. Toward the end of the poem, you can hear how Daryl Alejandro Holness brings a certain kind of music to his poem, Amending Wall, when he says, Oh, America, if anywhere there are limits, are beginnings and ends, then heaven has to be a nothing, loving is something, loving it's everything, then life, country and its borders ain't nothing but a thing. He spells America with three Ks at the end. So rather than A-M-E-R-I-C-A, it's A-M-E-R-I-K-K-K-A. So he's looking at the word America and allowing the Ku Klux Klan to be echoed within the context of that to say, for whom is the America that Frost was writing existent? And for whom is the America that he is reflecting in the way that he's spelt it existing here? It's provocative to do this. And I think it is the job of justice. And he doesn't resolve it. He leaves the question like a challenge, like an open wound and invites those of us made comfortable, perhaps, by the imagination of the Frost poem to become uncomfortable and to settle into that discomfort 
in order to feel prompted and moved by the art that he's putting forward. Daryl Alejandro Holness has said that he hopes that people who read his work would be inspired from his work to move from poetry into action. And what's the action? I suppose the action that I discern for me in this is to seek out the stories that I'm not hearing or that have been silenced and then hear them and act correspondingly as well as to name the ways within which I might say oh this is a universal poem that everybody learned and everybody loves and rather say that the everybody that I think is everybody is actually perhaps the white everybody. And to name that, and in naming it, recognise the limitations of the everybody that I've imagined. Amending Wall by Daryl Alejandro Holness If crucified means one has died on the cross, then what is the word in English for dying at the crossing between countries? What word describes when a brown woman's dreams of being something like a white man are killed at the intersection between his dreamt-up borders and his dream-come-true border patrol? White man, like dead men, printed or minted on money more valuable than the pesos in her purse. White man, like gods on horseback, come to conquer their India after reading a mistaken map. White man, like the grace of misinterpreted omens turned into a chance for vicious attack. White man, like buying but outlawing cocaine to catch the brown man in the crossfire of its trade. White man, like picket fences and award-winning films about the privilege of being so overprivileged that he yearns for something real. Something there is that loves a wall, that builds a boundary, that calls the structure love of country. Something there is that kills those who trespass. Something there is that buries bodies at a border as foundation stones for yet another wall. But something there is that doesn't love fathers saying good fences make good neighbours. Something doesn't love a man carving up a continent and its people to make a new world in the image of old words like the name of God instead of new words like the name of one's own desires to divide life into here and after by crossing an ocean as if it were the pearly gates. Oh, America, if anywhere there are limits, are beginnings and ends, then heaven has to be a nothing loving a something, loving its everything. Then life, country and their borders ain't nothing but a thing. After Robert Frost.
comes from Daryl Alejandro Holness's book, Migrant Psalms. Thank you to Northwestern University Press, who gave us permission to use Daryl's poem. Read it on our website at onbeing.org. Poetry Unbound is Gotham Shrikishan, Aaron Kalasako, Eddie Gonzalez, Lillian Vo, and me, Chris Hegel. Our music is composed and provided by Gautam Shrikishan and Blue Dot Sessions. This podcast is produced by On Being Studios, which is located on Dakota land. We also produce other podcasts you might enjoy, like On Being with Krista Tippett, Becoming Wise, and This Movie Changed Me. Find those wherever you like to listen, or visit us at onbeing.org to find out more. This podcast is produced by On Being Studios in Minneapolis, Minnesota.